Oh, yeah. and I uh, already have the other episode uh, ready to go for tomorrow morning. That's output volume, though. Nice. It would be output volume. Is what you need to turn up. Oh, ours is ours is fine. We just it's all the way up. It's not letting me give you an up. <laughs> like raise your volume. Am I that on, low on the computer? No, it's okay. Dad, It'll be quiet in here. I will show them. Yeah. <laughs> Grace wanted me to show you this. Nice. That's his game ball from the other night. I heard you did awesome, dude. He did really well. He's out. He he left again. He just threw the baseball at me and left. (laughs) That's what he does. Like my shirt. It's true. Thank you. That is true. Can you hear me? Is this better or worse or what? About the same. We're just using the computer mic, so next time I'll have an amplifier or some other speaker on. The computer speakers. Oh, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, but now I hear myself. It's on the red out over there. Oh. I'll just have to not yell. <laughs> like we do that so much. Or I could turn it down. I could turn it down and talk louder. That's probably what I should do. I've been like whispering. <clears throat> is this any better or is it the same? We could, I could hear you. It's fine. It's not like headphones, but we'll work on that. <laughs> All right. Um, you should have Aunt Rhonda record a intro to the thing and then send it to me. This is welcome. We can have her do the intro. You want to do it now? You can go ahead and say it now. Welcome to the man. Have her do podcast. it in your mic. What's that? There you go. Do it again, please. Well, now. Welcome to the man <laughs> yeah. <Nick> podcast. <laughs> and that's where it'll start. <laughs> um, so what's been going on? How are you guys doing? My house is crazy as always. Good. Did Mine's you guys get calm. any of the smoke down there? No. No. It's been crazy guys- up here. We didn't get as much as Philly did, but it's it was pretty crazy in Philly yesterday. Today wasn't so bad. But you could only see like a block away in Philly yesterday. It was crazy. Wow. Because the wind's not moving too. Yeah, I told you. a shower here um, yesterday, so that would knock a lot of it down, too. Oh, that, yeah, that helps. Yeah, we need more rain. We we had a couple, we had it rain this weekend, but we need more. It's all dry out there. That's terrible. I would say so. All right, let's get this thing started. Do you have... Hold on, before we start. Do you have her plugged into your focus, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, can you turn her gain up a little bit? It's like all the way Just up Just in here. It is? Okay. Mm-hmm. You, have to, like, you have to be this close, though. I have to be this close? That's perfect. <laughs> you can hold it. If Dad was nice, he would have given you the the new mic. No, <laughs> he would have been on that one. <laughs> he was like, "No, I'm not giving away this one. Not this one." All right. So, what do you think about the topic for today, Dad? I liked it. We talked about a kit. Did um, you tell Aunt Rhonda? 
Yeah, she's got a, mm-hmm. another quote that works well with it too. So we're going to work that in. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have assumed so. <laughs> she's 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 a teacher. So she's no ending preposition sentences with prepositions now. I didn't hear. Don't micromanage your sister on the podcast. Just let her do what she, what she wants and what she's comfortable with. That's <laughs> my nature. <laughs> oh Segment. my goodness! I need to get a stand for for my camera. So yeah, it's uh that, that fable. I guess it's fable, right? Hmm. I don't know. Is that what it would be called, Fable? I just think it's a really, it's a perfect uh, analogy for how we are as not only a society, but as not just a society, but as men, because we're taught to kind of be like attack first, you know, don't let anybody get one over on you, all this stuff. But the society, our society would be so much better if we were all frogs trying to help one another, trying to trust and not having to worry about every scorpion that comes along. But I just like that whole, the whole, the whole fables pretty well-rounded. And then the other, the other side of it is we're also a lot like the frogs just to do what we're told and not trust our instincts. Yeah. Cause he, he just let the scorpion persuade him to give him a ride on his back. Yeah. To be honest, I'd never heard of this fable before, which I think is interesting. So, um, once he told me about it, what it reminded me of is, um, there's a quote by Maya Angelou and, um, she, says, you know, when somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe them. And um, I think that's the same thing. Like the frog clearly knew the risk, right? And yet it wanted to believe the story that the scorpion was telling it. And, um, you know, (laughs) it ended up paying the price for that. And I think oftentimes we have this gut instinct, this feeling when we meet people. And sometimes because of who they are, um, maybe they're, you know, somebody we look up to or somebody who has some sort of fame to them or, or, or something, we, or they look good on paper even, right? Then we begin to sort of have this false trust um, and we give them a pass. And sometimes that's okay, but other times we kind of knew it from the get-go and we just don't trust that gut, which is kind of what it reminded me of. Although... I did not know this story before. Yeah. And it's just also insane to me that it also works on not just the, like how we interact ourselves, like how we think of other people, but also how others re others. We, coexist with others because even if somebody's trying to help us or we're trying to help someone the person we're trying to help could just be asking for help so that we go down with them mm. they just want somebody to they just want to take somebody down with them and that's where we are overall it doesn't matter if you're a frog or a scorpion mm. the, you both go down because of one decision of one person. Well, it's kind of like the idea though, misery loves company. Right? You want somebody along Yeah, for with sure. You. And and just yeah, I mean the scorpion didn't have to sting him. Yeah, he's a scorpion, he's going to sting, but the frog also didn't have to give him a ride, so he could have mm-hmm. trusted it like you said, if he trusted his instincts and was like, "Ah, scorpion's going to sting." <laughs> then we got to, we got to let something go, but it's just such a simple little fable. And it's like giving me all these different ideas throughout since I heard it. 
So do you want to introduce your aunt? Since she's here. I mean, I guess we can. Since we, I never introduce anybody when we first start. <laughs> so today we have on the podcast my aunt Rhonda, Pop's sister from Indiana. Say hi. Is this your first po- first podcast? Even though we've been talking, I think this whole it is time. my first podcast. So thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. I feel honored. Little fun fact. I'm going to edit this whole thing so it looks like I introduced her first and we didn't have to go through the whole start of it. So it's going to be cool. Okay. Flip it around. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to hold on. Let me mark it. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, I know you listen to the podcast, but we have, I mean, dad and I, it's like, we'll just be doing something, watching something, listening to something and we come up and I'll, I'll text him or he'll text me and we just run with it. But it's just two the two of the things now have I've heard from Ricky Gervais because <laughs> this um, fable is from his Netflix show Afterlife, which if yeah. you haven't seen it is an amazing an amazing movie. It's about a widower who is dealing with who's very cynical at the beginning of the movie and very like doesn't care he doesn't he just wants everybody to leave him alone. He's thinks about killing himself, but then his dog comes in and is hungry. So he doesn't because he has to feed the dog. Like he cares about the dog so much. The dog saves his life throughout the show. And, but it also goes over how, when he opens up and starts realizing that just because his wife died, doesn't give him an an excuse to just be an asshole to everybody. And when he starts helping people and he starts seeing when he helps people, he feels better and it kind of heals him at the same time. But it's a really great show. It's called Afterlife. It's amazing. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, As you probably guess, I've Well, that's because you got good taste. (laughs) I didn't think you'd seen it for a second. (laughs) So, yeah, it was when you. When you came up with the idea about the the scorpion the frog, what was what was your first thought? I mean, what direction did you go? Just that we're that we we as men are taught to be scorpions. We're taught to be, and you said like be like the frog, like not trust our instincts, but. The scorpion also, like I said, the scorpion had the choice to, like, he didn't have to sting the frog. Right. He just, he thought the same way the frog did. Well, I'm a scorpion. I'm going to sting. But he ended up taking both of them down together. Now, the frog has thought this through, and then when the scorpion should I explain the frog and scorpion? I didn't even talk, talk about it. I should probably explain that. What this fable is, huh? Sure. Jeez. I don't know how people listen to this. Okay. So the fable, (laughs) there's a fable of the frog and the scorpion. And the frog is on the bank of a river and a scorpion walks up to him and asks, can, will you let me, uh, have a ride, ride across the river on your back? And the frog says, no, you're a scorpion, you'll sting me. And the scorpion says, but if I sting you while we're on the, uh, on the river, we'll both drown. So the frog says, oh, yeah, you're right. That doesn't make sense. So the frog lets the scorpion hop on his back. They get about halfway across the, the river, and the scorpion stings it. And the frog looks up at the scorpion and says, now, why did you do that? And the scorpion says, I'm a scorpion. What did you expect? <laughs> And now I have to edit that, so it's at the beginning, too. <laughs> this will be a big editing one. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it's funny. <clears throat> um, but so it's just, it's I, th- I feel like it's almost two extremes. Like, I don't think we necessarily need to be frogs, 
or scorpions, but we need to be somewhere in the middle where we can trust our trust our instincts enough to not let people who are just scorpions in into our lives, but also to recognize that we also do need to help some people across the rivers, which is what we're doing with the toolboxes. Like we tell people about the toolbox all the time. And we do that so that people can become frogs in the sense that they can cross the river themselves. They don't have to ask. <laughs> they don't have to ask somebody for help, but it's just, it's, I mean, you know me, I, I just think, and then words come out of my mouth before I know what's even being said half the time. Can I just say but it something? Just, it was one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I think what I'm hearing you when you're going through this story a little bit is I'm thinking, you know, the scorpion says, well, I'm a scorpion. That's what I do. And I think that even though he has all those excuses to do that, um, doesn't mean he has to use them, right? Just because like you say, men are raised right. to be that way. That doesn't mean that you can't decide to act differently than that, especially when somebody, you know, has been really nice to you or helpful to you, just because you are a scorpion does not mean you have to do what a scorpion might do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And <clears throat> okay, dad, you're not talking. <laughs> well, that, and, and that being but said just, is, is, is both, both had choices and correct the the point that the frog had the choice of saying no again or continually saying no after he said no the first time and then he let the scorpion talk him into it through logic but and the scorpion on the way across had the choice of like i don't have to sting this time let me get on the other side, right? So as they go, as they went along, they both had choices, and and neither of them, I think, listened. Well, the frog didn't listen to his instincts, and then the scorpion was overtaken by his instincts, no matter what the cost. Right. But we we always have a choice, and I think that's the important message to get out, and then listen to, you know, listen to your instincts and listen to yourself. Because that's that's the important thing. Right. To listen to your instincts, but not be overcome by them. So when they. In, okay. In, that's it. Good good talk. Good, We're done good, with the podcast good, today. Good one. In the, <laughs> in the process. Good one. Of, we'll see you later. In the process of with men. We are taught things and we. There are certain things that, and this goes into a, a thing that I've always talked to with, with, with the men that I consult with, is if you think about how, in the scheme of things, in the, the subconscious part of this is we're always taught, in essence, to overcome our feminine side, right? To bury it, to to squash it, to not acknowledge it because in essence, it shows weakness. So if, if we do do that, a lot of times it carries over to how we treat women, right? Because we don't give them the credit of being strong. And I think that's that's kind of the snowball effect that comes from this. So if I if 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 I spend my whole teenage years kind of in essence keeping my feminine at bay because that's not cool, it's not strong, which it is, because we have to have the balance. The strength is having the balance, not being big on one side. So if that's the case, and then I get 
to a situation where say marriage or girlfriend or whatever that runs over. Okay. And I think even if a woman's been in a relationship that wasn't good before, then she kind of is the frog in this story and the guy's the scorpion. If he has the choice though, not to be that, that thing, right. Not to be mean or hurtful or try to suppress the feminine. So in that case, I mean, that that's how I tied it into the male and, and the masculine and the feminine is, is seeing that. And it can go either way, right? Um, um, a man can say he's trusted this lady and she's the, then she becomes the scorpion. So it, but in the general sense, and I don't know if it's as much now, but when I grew up, it was that. It was like, don't show your feminine side at all. You know, always hide it. Right. And then you get into the a relationship and you just continually try to hide the feminine, even if it's in somebody else. That's, I mean, that's how I was seeing it. But we have a choice. Right. And, and I think that's what the most important part of this whole fable is is that the choice we have the choices we make in our lives cumulatively define whether we are a frog or a scorpion it doesn't matter if you're born like you said a, a scorpion or you're brought up a scorpion you can change at any moment that scorpion could have woken up that day and been like, okay, I'm going to let this frog carry me across. I'm not going to sting him. And they could have both gone their separate ways on the other side of the river. But instead, he he, he let his instincts overcome him and stung the frog. But then you have the frog who tr- didn't trust his instincts who actually could have killed just a scorpion if he decided to just dive down in the water when he was taking the scorpion across and said, well, I'm not chancing this mm-hmm. and then gone on his own way. But that's, I don't think that's part of the thinking of this fable. That's probably just me interpreting that. But I think we've all met people who we like can't run to said you meet. I, especially if when I meet somebody, I know, and I, I didn't think about it this way, but I know if I'm going to get along with them, I know if they're a scorpion or I know if they're going to be someone I can trust and that would carry me across the river. And usually it's very hard for people to overcome that initial thing because I've been right so many times <laughs> when mm-hmm. I have that gut feeling about people. But when I was a kid, I used to be, I used to let people. I used to let people change their view of me before they really deserved it. I used to let them over, let them change my gut instinct of them. And then they would turn out to be right later on. But that, by the time I realized that it's too late, but now I've gotten to the point where not only if I feel, if I get that feeling when I meet you, I probably am just going to, you're probably going to just not be around me. Or if we are, if you are around me, I'm not going to be engaging you because I've been stung too many times. It's not, <laughs> nobody's getting there easy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a, there is a component of that. Like you said, if you're, if you go, you're the frog and you change who you are, right. Then that is also that part of that death. Because it is the it's the death of what your essence is or what you are. If you change to to make it okay, um, or you know to be different than you are, then again, that's that person is the scorpion stinging you. And 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 I in in a philosophical way, both of you would die. Right. That person 
dies from the manipulation, right? And not not that they wouldn't get enjoyment out of it or what you know in that situation, but soul wise, if we go that deep, then and they're not seeing you as you, right? And if we if we change the story right. a little bit to you know a crocodile and the scorpion said, "Hey crocodile, take me across," then the whole story changes, right? Because the 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 crocodile right. is strong enough in his essence and and in his protection that he wouldn't have gotten stung anyway. Correct. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, yeah. So can I ask you guys a question? Is this a fable that is normally read for children? Oh, well, now now you're getting into... I, 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 well, I'm just curious because what it kind of Dad, does... Yeah, say some smart is, sound and stuff. <laughs> it, it sort of sets us up for this idea that, you know, we've already identified, well, you're a scorpion... I'm a frog. This is what you do. This is what I do. And so, you know, we already have a label that goes with a behavior. And so I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think this is something that's generally in, in the child realm. This is more into the personal development. Okay. I think it's more in that. I mean, that's where I've seen it used mostly. I don't think, a, a, I mean, a child would have a different view of it. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, because they haven't set up those, that trust, they haven't set up that. I mean, they have definitely have the instincts, Mm -hmm. but they're more easily swayed. But I think, I mean, that's kind of what people, when they're talking about leadership roles or things like that, then that's, that's what they're trying to teach people. Yeah, I mean, I just looked it up. It doesn't seem that it's it does. I mean, it doesn't say anything about being for kids or anything. Um, but there is also some other ones that are similar. But um, the summation of it on on uh, Google is the scorpion and the frog is an animal fable which teaches that vicious people cannot resist hurting others even when it is not in their own interest. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound very kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. My kids would probably think it was pretty crazy. but they, and, and, and that comes down, that comes back to the, well, that's what I was, in, in those situations where it's like leadership training or self-improvement, it's, it, but it also, I mean, I, I can see it also as being a defeatist thing and, and setting things in stone, and I don't think that's the case either. Like, we first went to the thing that the scorpion right. had the choice mm-hmm. and it can change, but it did again, when we go back to the toolbox, it didn't have a toolbox to change because it, in its words, it's a scorpion. What did you expect? Right. And that doesn't, that doesn't demonstrate. I mean, I've seen videos of, yeah, but the, we got to get these turtles turning into crocodiles so that they can't get stung. Or the frogs. That's what we got to do. <laughs> Did I say turtles? <laughs> I said turtles, didn't I? Mother <laughs> <laughs> <Right> of pearl. <laughs> I'm it might have been you easier for the turtle. Without me. Just saying. Well, what scorpion can sting through a turtle shell? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, you make cute babies, so that's the main thing. <laughs> that's all that matters. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... We've got to turn whatever they are That's something else. That amphibious being that the hitchhiker jumped onto. <laughs> Well, how can I mean you've you just, said something like in real life you use your instincts to to help kind of sort out who you and you honor it, which is a good thing. 
Um, and I think that's was was the downfall of the frog, right? He didn't honor his instincts at all. He went to logic. Right. Oh yeah, if, if we if you sting right. me, you kill me, then we both die. But he didn't. And it, I, again, in his mind, that wasn't an option. Right. And I'm going to tell you, when I first read this fa- or heard this fable, I was like, that motherfucking scorpion, because he would have stung me. Because I, I would have been stung because I would have thought exactly the same way that, yeah, why would he sting me? We're both drowned. Like, I'll die. He'll drown. Like, it's we're both going to die. Why would he do that? But mm-hmm. now, after look, like dealing with what I have in my life, I'm like, <laughs> no way. I'll <laughs> swim across myself. Right. Meet you on the other side, buddy. You get there your way. I'll get there my way. <laughs> yeah. Go find a turtle. <laughs> or an alligator. <laughs> alligator. Piece of wood. Anything. There you go. But yeah, it's just, and I I feel like we, we as men, like you said, the hiding the feminine side or going again, like turning into someone you're not. is such a a programmed thing because so many so much of the information we get is fed to change our outlooks to change our views to change our personalities and we're just flooded with all this information from all these places and i think that's why it was so much harder and easier when I was a kid, it was harder to, to really be yourself because you all, a, a lot of times I felt like I was alone and like how I was feeling or what I was dealing with. And now we have the internet where you can find groups that are dealing with all sorts of different things that you can help people get through things that you've dealt with. But also you're just flooded with a pile of shit from every celebrity government person, all these people that are, like high on this totem pole that people just look up to like idols and it's just a constant street. You can't get away from it. Yeah. If you didn't have a cell phone or, but half the, half the people need cell phones for work. Like half of people work on, like so many people work on computers. That's just a, a constant stream of information. So it was a little bit easier for me to be, it's a little easier for me to be how I am now being myself and being unapologetically myself because I joke with Ash all Ash and I joke all the time that I'm the girl in the relationship and she's the guy because I'm always lovey dovey and sweet and stuff. And she's like, we just leave me like, stop. Like it's, and we're obviously like, we're just having fun with it, but it's just funny to think that people are so caught up in the, roles we're supposed to play that that they don't have that balance these these guys have to be all masculine all the time they got to go you know do everything a hundred percent like a man and they expect their woman to their wife to be their woman and stay at home and raise the kids and not do anything and not have to worry like that's not how life is it might have been how life was in the pioneer times, but we're not back there. We're not there then. Right. It's a whole new ball game before cell phones. <laughs> before any phone. Yeah. The interest, the interesting thing, if we take this even into the internal is that voice that you think you can, you can get away with away from sometimes. And I think that in, and, and of course we talk about suicides all the time, but that would be that, that voice that tells them that they're not worthy. They're not, you know, the world would be a better place without them. That's the scorpion. And the, right. and, you know, and the frog's like, I just want to get across the river, but I still want to connect and help and do all these things. So in that, in that sense, if we take it into the internal, I could see that as also being part of the, 
part of the dynamic. But again, if they community is a big thing. So if, you know, that, that conversation is going on inside somebody's head and there's other frogs sitting around, it's like, what do you guys think? What can you do that? What can we, and then, then this, then the situation gets less dangerous, let's say, but that internal dialogue could be the same, the same fable, the same story. And I mean, I was just kind of thinking about similar, similarly about that because when you talk, start talking, like we talk about suicidal time, it's a huge thing. It's a huge problem. And it's not just men, but it's disproportionately men to women. And all suicides are terrible. I don't like that anybody does it. And I always go back to when I was trying. But the crazy thing about this that I just connected in my brain is the scorpion and the frog fable has to happen in your head for suicide to work. You get what I'm if that makes sense. So like you said, you have this scorpion that's telling you you're worthless. You're a piece of shit. You're not worth anything. Everybody be better without you. And then you have this, at least I do. I have this logical part of my brain that, that keeps me thinking I have a wife. I have these kids. I have my parents. I have, all these people that care about me and I have that side saying that, but then this, the scorpion goes, are you sure? I think they'd be better without you. And then that's when this instinct has to be strong. The frog has to be strong and has to trust its instincts. And you have to realize what's going on because if you let the frog go, Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. That's when they start crossing that river and there's no coming back from that river. And we, we've all three of us have someone very close to us that we loved with all our fucking hearts that did that. And if, if I could do anything, I would have helped him with his frog earlier and gotten it so that that scorpion couldn't take hold of him. Yeah. And it's, it's not, an outward what it's what it's an internal thing that you know there's not an a lot of times there's not an outward sign you know no in in a lot of cases the people that that I know that have committed suicide are the ones that like always seem like they're the happiest always have it together that you know like storm or twitch or those mm-hmm. it's like from our perspective it's like they had everything to live for but the strength of that scorpion, right? Without support yep. from other frogs, right? So it would have been, right. it would have been awesome if somebody would have reached out and said, "This is what's happening to me. My scorpion is trying to talk me into this. What you know? What can you help me?" Well, of course we can help you, right? I don't know what you need, but you lead but I'm here. Right. And and there's not a person out there thinking about suicide, that the world would be a better place without them. And that's, that's just me on my soapbox because <laughs> there's some pretty bad people in the world. <laughs> if one of them's thinking of it, um, no, I get what you're saying, but, and that's the, that's the problem. That's another way that we've been taught to ignore our instincts. When I was suicidal, when I was in the pit of my depression, part of me was telling me to reach out to somebody, to get help, to confide in someone. Mm-hmm. But as men, we're taught to ignore that, to be an island or whatever. And it's just, I tell the kids all the time, like the things you see on the internet are not real life most of the time. Sometimes, yeah, they're whatever. 
But people are the same way. People are just like icebergs. I always think of them as icebergs because only 20% of them is on the surface. Because we have so much more going on inside of us than we do on the outside. And that goes back to the, it's the people that are the happiest on the outside. They have been hiding and been isolating this depression and anxiety and self-loathing that they just can't get past because they've never reached out. They've never been told it's okay to reach out and they've never been, They've never been taught anything other than men are men. And when you're a manly man, you're supposed to be able to do whatever, everything on your own. You don't need help from anybody, which is stupid. But that's what so many, I mean, I go through my Instagram and it's just what you see. Oh, you don't need, you don't need help. You don't need this. You don't need that. Just deal with it. Oh, you're going through depression. Well, there's people that have it worse than you suck it up. That's not the point. This is not a one V one. This is not my problems versus your problems. Everybody's problems are only as bad and are as bad as they perceive them to be. You can't come in as a third party and say they don't have, you know, that their problems aren't bad. That's not what we're here for. And that's not what you and I are doing. We're, we're saying you have problems, whatever it is, we'll talk you through it. We'll get you through it. And, we want to help you realize that you're stronger than your problems. It's not that they're not, they're not bad problems. It's just that you're stronger than that. And there's, there's, there's other ways than just ending it to get through your problems. And that's, yeah, that in some ways it's, it's the weaker way out. And it doesn't matter how how strong you are. That scorpion has a lot more training. It has a lot more weight behind it. You know, it's the same um, when you know when the government does something. They're the scorpion, and the we have frogs lined up to carry them across the river. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, why did you do that? Well, you ain't lying. That's what I do. Right. Yeah. It it's it's changed. And you could put it into any application, right? That's an easy one. But if you take if you take somebody and say, listen, no matter how strong your frog is, it's not stronger than it with me or your best friend. Right. That's where the that's where the the strength and the and and the conversation, right? There's there's a place where, and I used to love this on. I think it was on Bewitched with Endora, and she was on the husband's shoulder. You know, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. But there always had to be a good to balance the bad. And when you get into a certain situation, and 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 like I said, I've had thoughts like that, but never any actions. To where it would just be, you know, I'm just done. It's over. I'm people be happier if I'm not here. I know that's even even now. I think about how many lives I've changed being here, and how many lives I'm going to change continuing to be here. So I don't, I don't really care who it is. Your frog's not going to be stronger than something that's trained to to be negative without another positive force being there with you. And so, you know, the scorpion's not going to do that with 10 frogs. So get some more frogs, get a community and leave the scorpion where it is. Right. And it's not, it's not bad to have the scorpion because it also creates growth. It changes things. There's there right. are people that are put into our lives as antagonizers and villains that we have to learn from, not succumb to. And that's where I think And not ignore. Right. And not try to take on alone. 
So that's, I mean, there's a ton of stuff that can go with this. And I was, I thought it was a great way to, to introduce all kinds of different, you know, another tool. I mean, all kinds of tools. We just kind of went through the toolbox, you know, if he'd have taken some time and taken some breaths and went through and said, okay, it sounded good to start with, but this scorpion's full of crap. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not doing it. You know, that's, and I think that's where risk versus reward thing, right? Right. When we get into these and it's just so quick, the decisions made way too quick. And then it's, I mean, halfway across the river, it's too late. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Sure is. Yeah. Once you feel that pinch, you <laughs> might as well say goodbye. Well, I do have to say, though, I'm thankful for the frogs because at least they try. <laughs> and sometimes they make a difference, you know, because yeah. there's every chance that that make a, scorpion they, would not have done that. And a lot of lives could be changed because of that. So there's also that. Right. But I also heard you saying that the internet is essentially the scorpion and we, the humans, have become the frog because we're trusting that the internet has us, is only good, but there's also the, the negative that comes with it as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the easy, like Dad said, the government analogy was pretty easy. The internet analogy, I mean, come on. <laughs> I could Google right now, is the sky per, is the sky blue because there's a bunch of fairies up there? And there's somewhere, there's the thing that has some, yeah, that's why the sky's blue. But just the amount of crap that we're supposed to just blindly believe is, is ridiculous to me. And if you think about the way that that, it, say by the river there was, 20 frogs and he just picked that one 19 of those frogs learned a lesson from that frog. (laughs) Right. So he did, there was a teaching there if they listened. Right. Cause I'm sure if the next scorpion came up to the next frog and said, Hey, let's do that. Right. (laughs) The frog's going, yeah, (laughs) here you go, buddy. Here's a toothpick. Take a, take a ride. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. You got anything else, Arona? Mm. That's why. I don't think so. I was thinking, though, when you you were talking about the internet, that at the beginning of school, I often have my kids uh, Google, is Justin Bieber an alien? And um, not about Justin Bieber particularly. I'm going to Google that later. You know, you get like... (laughs) 18,000 articles that say that he is. So when you want to believe something, you can find anything out there. Either that or he's really an alien. I don't know anymore. (laughs) He's, he's really rich. Yes, he is. I know that. (laughs) Just if, if, if that's all it takes is being an alien, (laughs) sign me up for, for an abduction. (laughs) Sign me up. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, there's, I mean, you just remember, be a frog. Oh, yeah. And that's the, the funniest part about this is, what did you hear? JFK's alive. And so is his brother. Mm. They're both alive. Good. Yeah. Um, What's another thing I saw? Um, there's another something I saw, and it was like something. Oh, this isn't what I was just thinking, but the Earth is flat now. Mm-hmm. Think of that. There are still people that how many how many years ago did we discover that the Earth was round? A long time ago. I can't remember the date, but it was a long time ago. And now we have people flat Earth theorists trying to say that the Earth is flat and carried on a it's like a, bu- a little snow globe. <laughs> a flat snow People globe. People are exhausting. Anyway. 
<laughs> Just remember, you are not broken and you're not alone. Love you. Love you. Thanks for coming on, sis. Sorry we Thanks. compromise most of the time, but <laughs> I don't know what I did there. Something over here. I can't. I can't hang up. Uh, no, nope. you can't hang up. You can. Can you hit stop, Dad? Yeah. What? Did you just hit that? Mm mm. What is going on? Yeah, it's not letting me do anything. It says your audio and video are recorded on your computer. Yeah, you're the host, so. Yeah, I don't know why I can't. Hold on, let me leave and come back. Let me see what happens. 